0: everybody. What's going on, y'all? Hey, look, this is your host, A. Scott, coming at you with episode three of Transitioning Podcast. Where's my music at? Thank you all so much for tuning in. Man, You could be anywhere else in the world, but you chose to tune in with me for episode three. Give yourself a round of applause wherever you are. Now, look, if you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel, please. But if you're at the office or if you're exercising, working out, whatever you're doing, give yourself a small hand clap just for being a faithful listener. So this episode is just going to be simple and sweet and... Maybe for some a little complex, I'm not sure. You know, I try to keep it simple. I try to use words that aren't um, over the top, so to speak. I want to talk to you all about a word, an F word. Now, listen, I know you all know, you know, I'm a a faith-believing, Bible-believing man. And, you know, but I want to talk to you all about a four-letter F word that is so uh, intrusive. To our lives, right? This four letter word is, I mean, we we should look at it at this point as a bad word, right? But it's a word that is very normal for uh, our experiences in life. That word is F-E-A-R, fear. I want to talk today about fear. Now, there is an acronym, a very, very famous or popular uh, acronym for the word fear, F-E-A-R, and that is false evidence appearing real. The reason I chose to talk about fear today is because for much of my life, uh, especially my younger adult years, I'm 38 years old, but for much of my younger adult life in my early 20s, fear and peer pressure were still very, very relevant. Um, the fear of what people say, the fear of people, uh, of, of what people do, the fear of how people are going to see you or view you or what they will think about you would often grip me to the point where I would have, uh, problems speaking in public. Um, you know, and that's not, uh, a very, uh, easy thing to overcome, so to speak, but having this fear, having this pressure of what will people think didn't come from people. And I know that may seem as a shocker or come to you as a shocker, but the fear or the anxiety that I had did not come from people. It came from me thinking of what people would think about me. Now, let me simplify that a little bit more. Let's say, for example you're at the grocery store, right? And you are starting to budget, right? You have a financial goal that you want to achieve and you're really budgeting your money. And let's say uh, a friend or a neighbor comes in and they see you with a lot of off-brand named products in your cart. They won't say, hey, why do you have these lower priced or lower quality items in your cart? But you may think to yourself, man, I hate so-and-so saw me with these items in my cart. Man, what would they think of me? We have to get past that thought of what will others think. We have to come to the place, a place that I came to in my young, uh, about mid-20s, a place called freedom, a place called living, and a place called purpose. We have to come to a place called freedom, a place called living, and a place called purpose. So, what is the place called freedom? The place called freedom stems from you being free from the opinions of others. Now, we live in an era of social media where it is very, very, very easy. I'm gonna say that again. I mean three very so you know, I'm sure. You 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 very, very very easy to get caught up in the opinions of others and, and in the appearance of others. We get caught up in the opinions of others and we get caught up in the appearance of others. What do I mean by that? The opinions of others often make us second guess ourselves. You know, let's say you post a picture and you were feeling really good the day you wore you know, ladies that bomb dress that you bought or fellas that really, really nice suit that you purchased. The opinions of others can make you second guess your your confidence about yourself. They also make you second guess or judge the appearances of others. What do I mean by that? By that, I mean, sometimes we'll see images on social media and we immediately start to doubt our own circumstances. Oh man, you know, Look how this person is living their life. Look how this couple is. Look how much he loves her. Look how much she loves him. And truthfully, in the background, what I've learned is a lot of the things that we see on social media are not real at all. There's an old saying that says, all that glitters isn't gold. So you cannot judge your own life. Please do not judge your own life based on what you see on social media and i know as adults that may seem a little beneath us but how many of us have ever come home men women have ever come home and said man i wish you know my wife did uh you know the the cooking or the cleaning or the shopping or bought gifts or whatever it is like this person did or how many of you ladies have said man i wish my husband um provided or uh helped out around the house or did this and that like that person has done. Um we cannot be influenced by influencers. They are called influencers for a reason. That's because they get paid to influence you into a frame of thought. So you have to get to a place where you are totally free from the opinions of men and you are not easily tricked by the appearances of men. Next up You got living, right? After you get free from people's opinions, you will actually start to realize how much life you actually have that's worth living. You will come out of your shell, so to speak. Uh, You will no longer fit the bill of the status quo of what others desire for you to be. And you'll recognize something that you have had your entire life. What have you had? You ready for this? potential you have had the potential to become great you have had the potential to fix many of the mistakes that you have made and you have had the, the the full potential to be who God created you to be in this earth contrary to popular belief you actually you actually have a lot of life in you you can do things that many people don't think you can do. And guess what? Because of the freedom from people's opinions, you can now go out and fully engulf yourself in something that you have. And it's only for a small time, believe it or not. You have a life to live. Now, I call it a short amount of time because 80 years really isn't that long in the grand scheme of eternity. 45 years is not a very long time. Um, 90 years is not a very long time as it pertains to eternity. So, our life is short. However, you have a lot of life to live within your lifetime. Go and live it. Uh, smile more. Travel more if you can. And even if you can't, open your mind to reading more. Open your day up to brighten someone else's day. You know, your smile. Your smile is very, very valuable. It's very valuable. And this is why no one else in the world has your smile. There may be people who look like you, but there's only one you. You share your fingerprint with no one. So you have so much life inside of you that if you just allow allow yourself to go one day, value yourself enough to put a smile on your face, you will notice Life won't become perfect. Life won't become um, problem free. Issues will still remain, but you'll notice your attitude will change. And with your smile, you may have changed the attitude of someone else around you for the day. So let your freedom from the opinions of others and your freedom from the appearances of others lead you into living the life that you were created to live. It's so much more in you than you think. You can. Fill in the blank after that. I'm going to say it again. You can fill in the blank. Whatever comes next. You can start that business. You can finish that degree. You can This is a big one, especially before the holidays. You can resolve the issues with those loved ones and enjoy Thanksgiving dinner. You can resolve the issues with those loved ones and enjoy Christmas together. You can resolve the issues with those loved ones, with those friends, and ensure that you have good, solid relationships as you go about living your life to the absolute fullest. I am smiling again because I can just see your life get better If you give yourself an opportunity to finally live. Now, there's one more thing, right? So we got the freedom, right? Freedom from people's opinions and freedom from the lie of many people's appearances, right? Now you've been living, right? Now live for a purpose. The final one is purpose. You have a purpose. You have to find out why you were created. You have to find out why are you here? Why? Are you working the job that you work? Why are you married to the person that you're married to? Why do you have the children that you have? Why do you have the relationships that you have? Why do you attend the church that you attend? Why did you choose the college that you chose? What is your purpose? You have to unearth your why. You have to bring your reason up out of the ground. Up out of the place of your birthing, up out of the place of grace. You have to grab a hold of your why. And this is the reason. If you don't, you will live your life to pay bills and go to the grave. You will live your life to work a job, to have a career and go to the grave. Your why gives your life a reason. And for me, One of my whys is to teach other people how to be themselves. I love teaching other people how to live, how to go about their day, enjoying their day, smiling, being totally regenerated and rejuvenated to this thing called purpose and marrying again your why. Oh man, that's a big talk right there. Marry your why. Have you married? Your reason. Have you married your why or have you just kind of dated your why in and out of the relationship? You know, you're not sure yet. You know, yeah, I think this is the reason why I like living this way. I think this is the reason why I have purpose for this and that. I think this is the reason, man, you have to marry your reason. You have to marry your why. Grab a hold of your purpose and live. With it, run with it. Learn everything that you can about the reason you were born, about the reason you were, you were created. Learn everything you can about your gift. Learn everything you can about your talent. Learn everything that you can. Build upon the foundation of who God put you on this earth to be, and run with it. The earth needs your voice. The earth needs you. And by the earth, I mean the people in this world we need you to be you. Whoever you are, ma'am, sir, young ma'am, uh, young sir, young man, young lady, whoever you are, we need you to be you. And this is why there is only one you. There's one fingerprint given unto you. and That's all. If you are an identical twin listening to this podcast, First of all, thank you for tuning in to transitioning the Podcast. You can catch me here every single Monday as we embrace this journey together. Plugging on my own podcast. Why not? And so, oh, and I will not charge myself for advertising. Nope, it's free. Go ahead, Aaron. You got it. And so, uh, yeah, there is no such thing as reusing a fingerprint. You know, God is so creative and he's so abundant with his creation that he doesn't have to reuse anything. Um, you literally can start afresh every single day with something called brand new mercy. Love is brand new on your life every single day and you have to take the opportunity to embrace it. Say, guess what I'm going to do today? I'm going to make a mistake. I'm going to get some things wrong, but I'm going to get a lot right. I'm going to get a, a whole lot of relationships back on track. I'm gonna get a whole lot of people smiling around me. I'm gonna make sure that no one around me is down today because I have the power within me to change not only my situation, but to encourage others while they are in theirs. Y'all, we have something special in us called purpose. And the moment you tap, in, you tap into that purpose, I'm telling you, as soon as you tap into that purpose, your eyes are gonna open, your ears are gonna open. You are going to look at this world as a totally different different type of place, you're going to look at your marriage man, look, I'm going to tell you this. And and look, y'all know I talk about marriage a lot, you know, because I'm crazy about my wife, you know, my brie got it going on. And so I look at my marriage different because of purpose. I look at my children different because of purpose. Guess what? I look at my finances different because of purpose. Gone are the days where I'm just going through the ebbs and flows of life, just floating as a ship without a sail. But no, purpose is the sail in your, sh- in, in, it, purpose is uh, 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 your direction. Purpose is the wind blowing in your sails. Purpose is the steering wheel to the vehicle of life. Purpose takes you where you belong in this place called grace. You need purpose. You need purpose, and guess what? You have it. You have it. You just haven't tapped into it. One of the reasons could be because of this little thing called fear. You know, um, before I finished my degree, uh, I was not afraid to fail. I had done it before. I, I was I wasn't afraid to drop out. I had dropped out before. I wasn't afraid to get a bad grade. I had gotten a bad grade before. But when I changed universities, I told myself something. I said man, you know what, Aaron, you've been to college before and you did things kind of your way. Let's tap into your purpose and find out who God made you to be, right? Who who did he put you on this earth to become, right? He planted me here as a seed. Who is he growing me to be? I looked at everything different and I said, man, you know what? I'm gonna do this a little bit different. I'm not gonna look at this as a means to an end. I'm gonna look at this, look, at this as a stepping uh stone i'm gonna look at this as a a small step in the grand scheme of things that the lord has for me y'all purpose is dope purpose is so cool it's good to wake up in the morning and know why you are here it feels so good to look at your spouse in the eyes and say baby we are on purpose but fear Used to keep me away. Fear, not of failing, fear of succeeding. I knew what failure looked like. I had seen it a thousand times. What I did not know is what does success look like. You know, we can imagine our lives um, under sponsored. I guess I'll say, uh, I don't want to use the term broke, right? But we can see our, we know what life is under sponsored, right? Under financed. We know what that feels like. But many of us don't know what it feels like to not have any bills. What does your life look like if you didn't have any bills? If you had nothing but financial opportunity before you. You know, many of us know what it feels like to have a bad relationship. You know, many of us know that feeling. But what we don't know, what many of us have not felt yet, is a relationship that's healthy, that's thriving. Not striving, but that's thriving. It's growing. You see uh, uh, fruitfulness in your relationships. Many of us know what failure looks like. What we are not acquainted with is success. So I had a fear of succeeding, not a fear of failing a fear of success. Now, I feel like I just hit the nail on the head with a lot of y'all. I'm not out here by myself. Come on, man. Look, don't do your boy A. Scott like that. I'm not out here alone. Many of us have had a fear of succeeding. I don't know what to do once the mountain has been climbed. I'll do you one better. I don't know what to do once the mountain has been moved. Sometimes we don't have to climb it. Sometimes we can move the mountain. But many of us just don't know what it feels like to be over the top, finally, to be on top, to have an edge about your day, to say, I know exactly what I'm going to do, where I'm going, how I'm going to do it, and who I'm going to go with to accomplish my goals. Here at Transitioning Podcast, we embrace journeys, not alone, but we embrace journeys together and we turn our challenges into triumph. So, what was I talking about today? Your boy was talking about, come on. I was talking about fear, that dirty four-letter word that attacks us all. It, it, It attempts to grip us and prevent us from accomplishing our purpose in life. So, how do we overcome fear? First of all, you gotta be free, right? Freedom. Freedom for what? The opinions of others and the appearances of others, right? Don't be afraid of men in their faces. Be yourself, right? Next, you got to go live this thing out. Live out your freedom. Be free. Be you and live it out the right way. Lastly, what do we have? We got to have purpose, right? You are free to live in your purpose. And you have to conquer all of the fears that you have. You have to grow in grace. You have to move forward and you have to do it all. Man, look, I love y'all. Man, the the time has come already. I can't believe it. Man, hold on. Life is filled with peaks and valleys. We must learn to enjoy the journey and venture joyfully into the unknown. To become a champion, one must fully embrace their challenges one day at a time. Thanks for tuning in and y'all know I'm gonna catch y'all next time.